Hello, everyone. My name is David Smith, and this is the Armchair Commentary. On this week's episode, the Habs deserve to be here. You may not agree with me. You may think that I'm just being a super homer here. But the Habs deserve to be at least as far as they've gotten in the playoffs at this point. Uh, And I go into a little bit of why. Uh, Wander Franco makes his debut, Suns and Four, we cover it all. If you haven't already, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. We just have a short episode for you this week. Um, If you can and you would uh, be a pal, check out my YouTube armchair commentary over on YouTube. You can find the logo. I would love it if you could subscribe there. That would do me a, a great service. I'd be very appreciative of it. Without further ado, the Habs deserve to be here. Welcome back to another episode of the Armchair Commentary. I am, of course, David Smith. If you are enjoying these videos, don't forget, hit that subscribe button as we are growing the YouTube. If you're checking us out on audio, don't forget to uh, share with your friends. Hit that sub button, of course. And if it is your first time listening, welcome. I wanted to start off by saying welcome to the Major Leagues, uh, Wander Franco. Uh, Huge, uh, huge call up by the Rays. Uh, Just... Unreal hit a home run, three run home run in his debut, and uh, looks to be the real deal as far as hitting goes. I had a nice defensive play as well. I'm wearing my Jays stuff, even though I'm in full Habs mode, of course. But um, Jays won 2 1 against the Marlins and look to be trying to right the ship. They're going to hit their way out of uh, whatever trouble pitching wise they're in, and they're in a whole world of pitching trouble. Uh, on the hard court, of course, we had. <laughs> Um, Sons and Four guy blowing up, so shout out to Sons and Four guy, but more importantly, DeAndre Ayton finishing off uh, the Clippers in Game 2 to give the Suns a 2-0 lead. The refs doing everything in their power to make the Clippers a thing, and the Suns said, not today. So, shout out to the Phoenix Suns uh, for going up 2-0 in your series, uh, Western Conference Finals. Uh, They look to be legit. Pretty pumped about the Suns making it as far as they've made it. They look good. So, uh, and on to what I am here to talk about today. So, I'm wearing my Jays stuff, but of course, go Habs go. Uh, the I'm going to start on uh, the other series that's happening right now. The Tampa Bay Lightning pummeled, absolutely pummeled the New York Islanders uh, in their last game, eight um, nothing. The Islanders are no joke. They're not some weak team that's uh, not able to compete. In fact, if you've gotten to the Final Four, you're likely able to compete. It's how you got to the Final Four. Um, It's not about luck at this point. This is about playing good hockey. The Lightning just came out and overwhelmed them. They got a couple of nice bounces. Stammerpots won. All of a sudden, they're rolling. And they look unbeatable. Except, they are beatable. The Islanders have already won two games. So it's not that they're not beatable. They just had an incredible game. The Islanders had the worst game they could have. And here we are. Uh, I think that series probably ends tonight. But stranger things have happened. The Islanders are a good team. It could absolutely come back. Uh, I do think it's a bit of a joke that Barzell got 5K fine. But as we've seen with the uh, NHL Department of Player Safety, uh, 
more concerned about finding players 5k which is the maximum allowable amount by the cba um, than they are actually enforcing rules to make players safe so um, is what it is barzell got a little heated at the end there bit of a weird cross check i don't expect i didn't expect him to get suspended but the fines don't really do anything it's not really a deterrent at any point so uh, kind of strange uh, to see uh, last night if you watched uh, Montreal had their most complete game of the playoffs they came in and they actually won four to one three one with an empty net or whatever you want to call it uh, against the Vegas Golden Knights who were heavily favored once again just like every game Vegas is, he is heavily favored um, to win and it doesn't surprise me Vegas is a very talented team. They're a big bruising team. And for whatever reason, Montreal is doing it. I'm going to tell you what the reasons are. But Thursday, Montreal, Vegas, in Montreal, game six, Montreal looking to advance to the Stanley Cup finals for the first time since 1993. When I was nine, they were last in the Stanley Cup finals. And I couldn't be more nervous, excited, pumped than to see my team uh, getting as far as they can. All of that said, I still see a lot of they don't deserve to be there. They're only there because Price is their goalie. Um, they wouldn't have gotten out if it wasn't for a weak North Division. All of this stuff might be true. I mean, look, the North wasn't a juggernaut division. The Leafs were good. The Oilers were good. Even the Jets were good. And to be honest, Ottawa wasn't as bad as everyone thought they were. Vancouver was the only real anomaly in the division, and that was because they didn't really play up to their expectations. Calgary was exactly who I thought they'd be, and uh, Montreal was the benefactor of that. Um, I think what's happening today, watching a lot of hockey personalities on Twitter, on the media, on, on different social platforms, um, is people are building teams as if they're building a fantasy roster. And I don't mean like you live in a fantasy land fantasy roster. I mean, fantasy sports fantasy roster. We have become a generation, a whole world of uh, bettors and gamblers. And that's fine. I love betting on hockey. I would, I'm very excited to see that uh, in Canada, we have legislation passed now that is getting dangerously close to single game bets. Very cool. Uh, hopefully we knock on wood can have that fairly soon. Um, but when you're building a hockey team, you can't build it like you're playing NHL 95. You can't just trade for all of the best players and assume that your team is going to function as a team. It's a team game. Hockey is a team sport. It requires everyone doing a job, doing something that works. In football, uh, it's a game of inches. At least that's what the saying is. It's a field position game. It's a game of a quarterback throwing to a wide receiver, or running back or tight end, and someone making a play. In hockey, you have more moving parts at once on an offensive play. Basketball, you've got a couple of guys, you're setting a screen, you're running a pick and roll, uh, but everybody has a place that they have to be. Hockey's not much different, although it looks like controlled chaos. A lot of people that aren't hockey fans watching 
think, oh man, they're just skating around looking for open space. Maybe, but a lot of the time they're not. It's a set play. It's a play where someone is trying to get to an open area so that the guy that currently has the puck that's on your team is going to be able to feed them the puck where they can be in a good position to score. It's a positional game. And you can't play a positional game. You can't be the best team if you're just a bunch of individuals. You can have all the high power scoring you want. Take a look at Edmonton. Top two guys, top two guys, not just one guy, two guys. Uh, some of the best players in the league. McDavid is no joke. He's legitimately talented. Austin Matthews and the, the Maple Leafs, like top six, are probably the best top six in hockey. But when it comes to playing in the playoffs, where there is less space, more checking, tighter games, and I understand that people really hate this trap game stuff. They're like, hey, you know, Montreal is so boring to watch. It's effective. The, the reason they're boring to watch is because they know that they're not going to beat you at a track meet. It doesn't help them at all to throw the puck down the ice, although they have guys that are fast. Paul Byron is fast. Cole Caulfield's fast. Arturi Lekkanen is sneaky fast. Gallagher doesn't have the same speed he used to have, but he's still fast enough to beat certain guys um, to certain pucks. Josh Anderson is a bull in a china shop. He's fast and big. Uh, Vegas got away from their game. They stopped playing a team sport. And when you stop looking at hockey as building a fantasy roster, uh, which the Seattle Kraken are going to attempt to build here, and you start looking at building a team, you're looking at the intangibles. You're looking at what happens in the room. That's why the Maple Leafs brought in Spezza. That's why they brought in Jumbo. That's why they brought in Tavares. They brought in guys who have experience, who are great leaders. If you look at um, some of the teams that have made runs in the past, even as recently as the St. Louis Blues, those teams weren't built off of mega super duper stars carrying them. They got phenomenal goaltending from an unlikely source. Uh, Vladimir Tarasenko, who is uh, an incredible player, probably underrated, um, did what he had to do, but it was great defense, timely scoring, not making mistakes. Right now, Montreal is doing that. It's as simple as that. And to all those that say they don't deserve to be there, you're, you're just wrong. I'm, I'm sorry to say you're wrong. Um, it's not just Carey Price. Although I would argue, what the hell else is he supposed to do? What's Carey supposed to do? Is he supposed to let the pucks in? His job is to stop pucks. That's why he's paid ten and a half million a year. You pay goal scorers ten and a half million a year, and they don't score goals. What? You're mad at them. You get angry. Uh, if you look at guys that are supposed to, if Sidney Crosby isn't playing well on both sides of the Bergeron isn't scoring and Pasta isn't scoring. If Ovi isn't scoring, you know, if, if Petrangelo isn't being good on defense, if Shea Theodore isn't shutting guys down, if Weber isn't, and Sherratt not they're not doing this defensively, then people get mad. The job of the player that you're, that a lot, I won't say all, that a lot of Salty fans are mad at 
is to stop pucks, and he's doing it pretty flipping well. So, to all those that say Montreal doesn't deserve to be there, they they just do. They've proven it time and time and time and time again now. Every single time that the Habs have been in a situation where they probably shouldn't be at this point, down 3-1 to the Leafs, came back and won that series, swept Winnipeg, weren't even given a chance in that series. And now Vegas, uh, no one was brash enough to say Vegas in four, at least from the media standpoint. Although I have a feeling some people thought it and were, you know, leaning uh, Vegas in five. Um, there were only a few that gave Montreal a puncher's chance in this series. And I, I think that's really a disservice to hockey and playoff hockey in general. Um, would I like to see more exciting brand of hockey? I guess. It's pretty exciting to watch. Montreal's a rush team. They get off the rush. They just don't let anybody else do it. It's not back and forth. So, um, Good luck tonight to Tampa. Uh, I'll be rooting for you. Uh, the Islanders are gritty. Congrats to Lou Lamorello for winning GM of the year. I really like the Islanders, but I kind of want to see at this point a Montreal-Tampa showdown. Uh, I think it'd be a lot of fun. There's a couple of guys who are on the island on the uh, Lightning that were former Habs prospects slash draft picks uh, that were traded away in various uh, bad trades. They weren't great. They were bad trades. So, um, yeah. And good luck to uh, Habs Nation. If you're part of Habs Nation, leave a comment below. Give me a like. If you're not part of Habs Nation and you uh, hate me for saying that they belong, let me know. Tell me why without being a salty fan without saying they don't have an elite scorer because i don't want to i don't want to hear that i just don't i don't buy that you need it i just don't i don't buy it so if you're gonna get if you're gonna come at me with nonsense come at me with nonsense but probably won't respond um but yeah let me know in the comments what you think about montreal's chances uh going into game six uh and then also, let me know who you think uh, out of the four teams left has the best chance at winning the cup. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you're listening to this on the audio, thank you so much. I appreciate all your love and support. Can't wait to do it again next week. Thanks for listening and watching. And that does it for this week's episode of the Armchair Commentary. If you've enjoyed listening to these episodes, please make sure to hit that subscribe button. If you're checking for merch, you want to get your hands on either one of the shirts you've seen me wearing or one of the mugs you've seen me drinking from, head over to redbubble.com slash armchair commentary. You can pick them up there or over to tpublic.com and you can pick them up there. Uh, if you aren't already subscribed to the YouTube channel, please head over and do that. And last but not least, want to give a couple of quick shout outs to Anthony Abbott at the Down the Pub podcast and to Jeremy Green, Tank Spencer and Brian Haynes over at the Sportsocracy. Uh, you definitely need to check them out. Uh, they are live every morning on YouTube and Facebook. Uh, friends of the show and excellent, uh, excellent show. So definitely check them out. It has been a wacky week in the world of sports. Go Habs go. Can't wait to do it again next week. Thanks for listening.